Jeremiah chapter 1, from verse 1 onwards. The words of Jeremiah, the son of Hilkiah, of the priests who were in Anathal, in the land of Benjamin, to whom the word of the Lord came in the days of Josiah, the son of Ammon, king of Judah, in the thirteenth year of his reign. It came also in the days of Jehoiakim, the son of Josiah, king of Judah, until the end of the eleventh year of Zedekiah, the son of Josiah, king of Judah, until the carrying away of Jerusalem, captive in the fifth month. The emphasis here that the Spirit of the Lord wants to emphasize to God's people this morning is the word of the Lord. The word of the Lord. The word of the Lord came to a group of people, God's people, through the prophet of God for a duration of time, for a set period. Until the people were carried away as captives, until that time, God's word came through Jeremiah the prophet. Those who listened, they lived. Those who disobeyed or listened to false prophets and false spirits, false voices, they were not in the plan of God. They fell away. God is speaking to our hearts today, this morning. It's very important for us to know the word of God and know the voice of God. God's word came to Jeremiah and when Jeremiah spoke, he spoke the words of God. That's why verse 1 and verse 2 are interconnected with one another. It's very important. The words of Jeremiah, the son of Hilkiah, and then verse 2, to whom the word of the Lord came. And then he says, go, speak what I have given to you. And God puts his words in Jeremiah's mouth. From there, I want to take you to verse 9. Verse 1 we saw, verse 2 we saw in these two verses, how the word of the Lord was given to the prophet of God. And we also saw in verse 3, it was given for a certain period. When the word of God comes, it comes during a season and it, it comes for a season. I want to say it again as the Spirit of the Lord wants me to. When the word of the Lord comes to God's people, it comes during a season and it comes for a season. These two are different. I pray that the Spirit of God will help you to understand what God is speaking at this hour. When God gives His word, it comes during a season, and it comes for a season. When God gives His word, He gives it to us during a season, for a season. I'm not simply repeating something over and over again. Anytime that repetition comes, that means God is trying to get our attention and He's trying to drill this very important point into the spirits of God's people. That means He is telling us again, 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 and again, and again that it is important. Listen 
Take it in. Don't let it go. I have put my words in your mouth. The focus here is the Word of God. The Word of God given to the Prophet of God, given to the people of God during a season, for a season. And the Word, how was it given? God's Word was put in the mouth of the Prophet. And what was the Word for? It was to accomplish something given during a season, for a season, now, we need to add one more thing, which is to accomplish something very specific. Very specific. In order for the work to be done, the word is essential. I want to repeat it. In order for the work to be done, the word is essential because the word accomplishes the work. I want to say it again. In order for the word to accomplish something, God has to put His Word, He has to send His Word. The Bible says, He sent His Word and He healed His people. So in order for a work to happen, the Word has to come. And the Word comes through, the vessels of God, God is placed. When that Word comes, the Word carries. It carries the force, it carries the power, it carries what God has given within that word to accomplish the work of God. I want to repeat it. I want you to pay close attention to what the Spirit of God is speaking to us this morning. In order for God to accomplish something, He sends His word. His word comes and accomplishes that which God has purposed. Different ways in which God is speaking the same thing at this hour so that you get the point and you lay hold of what God is dispersing to His people this morning. The Word accomplishes the work. What work? God's work. Two types of words are there. Two types of words from two different sources. One is God's word. The other is Satan's word. A man's word comes from the inspiration of God's word or the inspiration of Satan's word. The people who are the vessels of God, they carry the word of God in order to accomplish the work of God. People who are vessels of Satan... They carry the words of Satan to accomplish the works of Satan. Word. The words. The word, which is God's word. And the words that are spoken carries power. Whether it's Satan's words or whether it's God's word, it carries power. So one power is greater than the other. God's word overrides Satan's word. But if you don't have God's word in a place, then Satan's word will prevail. If you don't have someone who will come and clean your yard and take the weeds out of your yard, then weeds will overtake that yard. God is speaking to our hearts this hour. If you don't 
let the word of God prevail in your mind if you don't let the word of God dominate your mind then whatever Satan has spoken will overtake your mind God is speaking at this hour please pay close attention to what the Spirit of God is speaking if you want to succeed in your spiritual life if you want to succeed in your walk with God if you want to be successful in your life which is doing the will of God that's what real success is then you must have the Word of God overtake you in every area of your life if you don't do that the words of Satan will overtake you now this absence of God's Word is not silence I'm going to say it again absence of God's Word is not silence absence of God's Word equals presence of demonic words if God's Word is not given to a person Satan will feed that person with his words I'm going to say it again if God's Word is not fed to a person or the person doesn't receive God's Word it's not going to be a blank period or there's not going to be a blank space no Satan will proactively proactively come He'll work overtime to plant his words into your spirit. He'll plant his words into your soul. He'll plant his words into your body. He'll plant his words into your emotions. You'll be driven by demonic words. If you don't give priority to God's word, if you don't fill yourself with the word of God, that's your job. Filling yourself with the word of God is your job you have water God gives rain if you don't catch that rain then you will be thirsty we can't say oh I don't have water I don't have water when it's raining sitting inside some basement with no water sitting refusing to go out refusing to get that water sitting in one spot saying that I'm thirsty I'm dying of thirst and there's nobody to help me and I don't know what to do and, and I'm just dying from this thirst and it is such a dire situation here I have no water it'll be a lie God is speaking to our hearts today filling oneself with God's Word will destroy whatever the enemy has spoken over your life if you don't be proactive in filling yourself with God's Word that means if you don't get up and fill yourself with God's Word if you are not proactive in your prosperity if you are not proactive in your freedom if you're not proactive in your spiritual growth let me tell you this Satan will be overactive in your life if you don't fill yourself with what you need to fill yourself with there will be no void or a vacant place in your life because wherever Satan sees vacancies he will come in he will come in there's no such thing as empty space no 
if you want to be an overcomer, you need to fill yourself with the Word of God that will overcome. The Word of God that comes from the mouth of God, as we see in Jeremiah chapter 1, God gives His Word. He takes His Word and He puts it in the mouth of His prophets. It goes into their mouth. And when that word of God comes from the mouth of the prophet, it is coming for a certain season. It is coming for a certain purpose to accomplish something. And it is coming during a certain season. It is coming during a set time. And it is coming for a set time to accomplish something important. The word of God. What does this word do when it comes to the mouth of a prophet? This word of God, Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 9 and 10, I've put my words in your mouth. See, I've set this day, I've set you over the nations and over the kingdoms. This is called anointing, it's called authority given by God to Jeremiah the prophet for a specific work. To root out, to pull down, to destroy, and to throw down, to build, and to plant. How are all these things happening? Is Jeremiah coming with a big bulldozer? Is he coming with some sophisticated equipment, instruments? To build, to plant, to destroy, to root out, to pull down, to throw down? No. The Word of God. The Word of God that comes from the mouth of God, which has been given by God to the prophet of God is very powerful very potent when those words are spoken because they are the very words of God it does wonders it does wonders when that word comes from the prophet of God what happens it pulls down it roots out it destroys, it throws down, what are all these things? All these things are happening in the spirit realm, substantial destruction that is happening to the kingdom of darkness. Think about this. It's not like sitting in some corner and pulling down and rooting out like some small area. No. This is the power of the word of God. Power over the nations, over the kingdoms, to root out, to pull down, to destroy, to throw down, to build, and to plant. This is how powerful God's word is. This is how powerful God's word is. When this word of God comes from the mouth, through the mouth of his prophet, it carries such power. Not little power, tremendous power. And this power is more powerful than the powers of darkness. So whatever Satan might have spoken, whatever Satan might have done, those who heed the voice of God's servant, here is Jeremiah, and they obeyed what Jeremiah said, they lived 
Whatever plan that Satan had for their lives did not happen because the word of God that came from Jeremiah and the people who took that from their lives, whatever Satan wanted to do, all those things were rooted out, pulled down, destroyed. And they were the remnant. God was able to use them. God built his plan in them and through them. God is speaking at this hour with all that the Lord is giving to this church. With all that God is giving to his church, we can stand in the presence of God and say without any doubt that the word that God gives to this church comes from the mouth of God. It carries such power. That's why when that word is spoken in the pulpit itself, without even laying on of hands, people get set free, people get healed, people get delivered. It carries such power. And when that word comes, it's very important to make contact with the word of God. And then there are times when, just like Jesus did, Jesus touched some people and he healed some people. Certain times that touch is required. Other times he would just speak a word and it was done. However the Holy Spirit wants to, the work of God is accomplished. But the main point here is, whether it's a touch, whether it's the word from a mile away, it's the word of God that comes, even with a touch. The power of God comes through the word of God. The word of God carries power. I want you to understand the importance and the depth of this word that God is giving to his people at this hour. It carries that power. The power to uproot, the power to destroy, the power to break down, the power to build, the power to plant. God gave this to Jeremiah. He said, I'm going to put you over this many nations, over these kingdoms. And through you, I'm going to do all these things. And what did Jeremiah do with Jeremiah? Taking weapons and going around and fighting with nations? No. The word of God that God put in the mouth of this prophet accomplished all these things. From where he was, from where he was, he caused devastation to the kingdom of darkness. To where he was, he built the lives of the remnant. God is speaking to our hearts today. He who has ears to hear, let him hear what the Spirit of God is speaking at this hour. How important is God's word to you? How important is the presence of God? To you? How important is your own prosperity to you? Are you short-sighted? Are you living without being able to see? God is speaking at this hour in order for God's work to be accomplished in you. You need to do what the remnants did. You need to do what the smart people did which was to take 
that word in. Take that word in. Take that word in. For the word of God that came to Jeremiah was the very word of God that came from the mouth of God through the mouth of the prophet to the ears of the people who were there. God is speaking to our hearts today. Where do you stand in your walk with the Lord? What kind of an uprooting? What kind of a destruction? What kind of a planting is taking place in your life? During the season, with all that you're receiving, day after day after day, from the mouth of God to the ears of God's people in this house of God, in an unmistakable manner, the word of God that is coming that carries such power to root out, to pull down, to destroy, to throw down, to build and to plant. What kind of a work is taking place in your spirit? What kind of a work is taking place in your body? What kind of a work is taking place in your mind? The word of God is potent. It's so potent. The word of God is so potent. It can destroy nations. It can destroy kingdoms. It can destroy the powers of darkness. It can pull down strongholds. But it doesn't happen in every single person. It doesn't happen in every single person. Why? Why? The kingdom of darkness still is working in the lives of many people, in many homes, in many churches, in many schools, in many offices, hospitals. Where's God? Where's His power? Where's His word? Always have to understand the person who chooses to not receive it will not benefit from it. Having this prophet of God in their midst, Jeremiah, the people who heard did not value the prophet or the word of God that came through the prophet. As a result of that, many got destroyed. But there were some who listened and all those who listened, they became the remnant. The work of God was accomplished in and through their lives. It's this word that has such power to root out, to pull down, to destroy, to throw down, to plant and to build. Such force. That force can never be activated in the lives of those were never activated by giving themselves over wholeheartedly over to the word of God that comes through the prophet of God. And the word of God that God has put in, we saw verse 1 and 2 for quite some time. The words of Jeremiah the son of Hilkiah. The word of the Lord came. Whatever is here is God's word. 
Yes, it came from Jeremiah, but it didn't come from Jeremiah's spirit. It came from the spirit of God. And that word carries power. As I said a little while ago, Satan's word has a lot of power. It caused all kinds of confusion. It caused all kinds of problems. It can cause all kinds of delusion, strife, envy, slander, malice, wickedness, immorality. All these things come. They all come out. The Bible says from the heart of man. depends on who is sitting in that heart. What is allowed in the heart of a person? What kind of words go into your heart, into your ears, into your ear gates, into your mind, into your brain, into your spirit? What kind of words do you allow? What do you sit and listen to? When you allow the devil to speak into your spirit, Satan will take over that realm. When you allow yourself to partner with evil and evil spirits, evil spirits will dominate your spirit, man. It will dominate your mind. It will dominate you. It will make you think that you are over-spiritual and too spiritual and that you know everything. Jeremiah doesn't know anything. God is speaking at this hour. It's how a whole bunch of people, a lot of people, listened to false spirits that came through false people. And as a result of that, what happened? They were led astray. They were led astray. Evil spirits will always resist and go against the Spirit of God. Evil spirits will always fight against the work of God. Evil spirits will always actively, proactively slander the true prophets of God, the true servants of God. Evil spirits will not sit still because the words of Satan, they carry power. Whoever listens to gossip and slander will get those spirits into them. They partner with the sins of those who slander. Not only that, they get that spirit also. And that spirit will begin to work forcefully in them. Forcefully it will work. Just like when a person gives themselves over to immorality one time and that immoral spirit will follow them and overtake them. It takes one time. Be very careful. What you see, what you hear. What you listen to. A minute of your ear to Satan will cause you to inherit all that Satan has. God is speaking at this hour. Don't give Satan a second in your life. Don't say, oh, I can watch this now and I'll be fine. I can say sorry to God. God is very loving, by the way. Nobody knows what I hear, what nobody knows what I talk, nobody knows when I gossip and nobody knows when I slander. Nobody knows when I let others slander. Unfaithfulness. God is speaking to our hearts today. Don't be unfaithful. 
Don't be unfaithful. Be true and be real. Be true and be real. God is looking for truth in the inward parts of the being of God's people. God told Jeremiah, the prophet, Jeremiah, this is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm giving you. This is what is going to take place. As I said in the beginning, as the Holy Spirit wanted me to several times, the word of the Lord comes during a season, for a season, with a particular mission. When God speaks, it is for a season, during a season, with a particular mission. And that mission will be accomplished in the lives of all those who receive that word that carries power. And as I said, if you don't receive the word, that doesn't mean that you will have a period of silence or nothing will happen in your life. No. Damage will take place. If God's word is not there, Satan will deposit his words into you. Be very careful. What we sow, we will reap. What we sow, we will reap. We sow unfaithfulness, we will reap unfaithfulness. We sow lies, we will reap lies. You sow slander, you will reap slander. You sow envy, you will reap the fruit of envy. God is speaking to us today. It is important not to let the enemy speak into your life. It is important not to let the enemy speak into your spirit. It is important not to let the enemy speak into your soul. When that is allowed, it will take over a person like how weeds will take over a yard very fast. Just like how a little leaven, leaven at the whole lump. Your spirit will get defiled. Your conscience will get defiled. Your body will get defiled. You will get defiled. Guess what? A defiled person is a habitation for demons. You can have a good Christian name. Verses all over you. And all over the house. All over the car. All over your seat. And even all over your table doesn't matter. Satan will be very happy. The Bible says demons, they know God's word and they know God and they even tremble. They even had the fear of the Lord more than many Christians do. God is speaking to us today. A little leaven leaveneth the whole lump. Whole lump. So fast. Don't let the devil sit at your dining table. Don't let demons enter into your bedroom. It's a prophetic word God is speaking as always. It's a prophetic church. Don't let demons come through your phone. Don't entertain demonic spirits. When you do that, it will bring curse into your home, curse upon your family, curse upon your children, curse upon your body, Curse upon your finances. It'll take you into bondage. Always remember. The words of the enemy will take you into bondage. The word of God will set you free. 
those who give themselves over to whatever manner of satanic words will be bound by those words. Whatever it may be, whatever false spirit that you give yourself over to, let me tell you this, in the presence of God, through the Spirit of God, is God's servant here speaking the words of God. The very lies you give yourself over to, the very words that you give yourself over to, will bind you, will chain you, will limit you, will put you in that very same prison. Whatever you give access to, to the devil, he will lock you in the very same place. But God's word, and God's word alone can set a captive free. God's word has the power to set a captive free. God's word has the power to uproot. God's word has the power to bring down, to pull down. God's word has the power to build. God's word has the power to do all kinds of good stuff. What is your choice? What is your choice? What is your choice? Peter, he was with Jesus and he said, Oh Lord, you can die and I won't let you die. Well, Satan spoke through him. You see how he was given over to so easily to the enemy. No matter who denies you, I will not deny you. Well, God is warning him. The Son of God. The anointed one. The anointed one. There's no one greater than Jesus. He's telling Peter, Peter, be careful. Satan has asked me. To sift you, this is what's going to happen to you. I pray that your faith may not fail. Nothing is getting into his head. Jesus means what he says. He sees what's going to happen. But how is Peter here? Full of himself. That's never going to happen. I'm never going to do this. That's not me. And he was the one who fell miserably from the beginning itself. From falling asleep in the Garden of Gethsemane to cutting the high priest servant's ear to denying Jesus Christ in front of a servant girl. This is the Lord that he was with. This is the God who gave everything for him. He didn't have the integrity or the courage to say, yes, I'm one of them. I am with Jesus. No. Unfaithful. But Jesus said, when you get old, Peter, you'll be taken to a place where you would not want to. And things will be done to you that which you will not want. But this is how you're going to glorify God. If you didn't want to stand up for me now, but there will come a day where you'll be a different Peter. From the very thing that you ran from, which wasn't even going to happen to you. 
that very thing you will face one day. Every single person here who hears this word of God must be very careful. Don't fall into the trap of Satan. Don't give room to the enemy in your life. Never think, oh, it's a little bit. Never think that you're stronger than Satan. Never think you can handle it. Never think you are smarter than Satan. Without God, Satan will take you down in less than a second. Humility, integrity, is what God is looking for. Those who have a true love for God, a true love for the Word of God, are the ones who will escape the snares of the enemy. When the Word of God came from Jeremiah, the people who listened to the Word of God that came through Jeremiah, who took the Word of God seriously, and who obeyed the Word of God, believed the Word of God, were the ones who escaped, who lived. And those who said, Oh, no, no. Jeremiah, you always say something like this. We don't want to hear you. And those who partnered with the false spirits were led astray by the false spirits. They actually went astray. Anytime you give ear to seducing demons, anytime you follow lying spirits, anytime you listen to the voice of the enemy, it's guaranteed that you'll be overcome by the enemy, not by the Spirit of God, because to whomever you yield the members of your bodies to, they will be your Lord. Choose life. Choose blessings and not curses. Choose life and not death. God is speaking to us this morning. Just like the word of God that came through the mouth of God to the prophet of God and through the mouth of the prophet to the people of God, God wanted all of them to escape. That's why God gave this word to Jeremiah and said, Jeremiah, I'm sending you to these people. You speak, despite how bad they are. I'm going to use you to accomplish my will. Where was the will of God accomplished? Was it accomplished in the entire land? Are the people of God, all the, all the people who were called to be descendants of Abraham, all of them? Receive the work of God that came from the Word of God? No. Only those who partnered with the Word of God were blessed by this Word of God that accomplished the work of God. Those who partnered with the words of Satan, which I said a little while ago, which carries weight and power to bring death. They all were led astray. What are you partnering with every day? What are you listening to? 
What are you partnering with? What are you seeing? What have you become one with? Life or death? If you want to live, choose life. Choose life. Choose life. The Word of God has a power to destroy, to root out, to pull down, to throw down, to build and to plant. God set this prophet to accomplish that. But majority of the people carried demonic chains upon their lives. The word that God gave to this prophet did not have any effect on them because instead of receiving the word, they rejected the word that came through the prophet of God. They spoke against him. They went against him. Anytime you partner with the enemy, always remember, you choose bondage over freedom. You choose sickness over health, good health. You choose defeat or victory. You choose curses or blessing. And the choice that you make today will determine what you will carry and what your inheritance will be for tomorrow. For God, is a just God, the Bible says, for whatsoever a man will sow, he will, leap, he will reap whatsoever. Those who listen to the voice of Jeremiah the prophet, they escaped. As we saw this very important scripture here, verse 3, the word of God was given by God to Jeremiah and through Jeremiah to the people until the carrying away of Jerusalem. The people. Until. For a specific period. It's for a set period. The Bible says the vision is for an appointed time. Though it tarries, wait for it. Because it will not tarry. It will accomplish the work for what it's sent for. And what God says shall come to pass, it will be accomplished. Will you be a partaker of what God wants to do in you? First, you have the integrity and the character for it. Or do you say, Oh, this is too hard of a journey and well, life with Satan is not going to be good for sure. Because you're going right into the hands of a murderer, a thief, an abuser. Don't partner with lies. Don't partner with hypocrisy. Don't partner with envy. Don't partner with gossip. Don't partner with slander. 
Don't partner with anything that goes against the Spirit of God. Don't partner with anything that brings death and curse upon you and your generation. Partner with life. Partner with the Word of God. The Word of God will destroy everything that needs to be destroyed in you so that you can live. It's like how the radiation goes and destroys the cancer cells. God's word will go and it will uproot. It will destroy that which is harmful for you. Satan will come and destroy that which is good for you. Just like how people eat sugar. It goes and destroys their immune system, destroys their gut, destroys their brain. Satan will come. He will destroy every part of your being. But those who partner with the Word of God, they will have a good kind of destruction taking place in them. Just like the medicine that goes in. To destroy the bacteria, destroy the virus, to destroy cancer, destroy whatever is harmful for you. God's word will come and just destroy that. It will not destroy you. You know when people go for chemotherapy and radiation, not only does this radiation destroy cancer cells? A lot of times it will destroy even the good cells that are around it. God's word is not like that. God's word is very precise. Very precise. It will destroy exactly that which is damaging you. And it will flourish you at the same time. Who are those who will live and not die? Who? Those who are of the truth. Those who have integrity. Those who have integrity. Those who have integrity. That means people who say, I really, really want to live. And show by their actions that they want to live. Not just talk. There are a lot of people who talk a lot. You know, we've seen a lot of people who talk a lot. They can talk for 45 minutes, but within... Two minutes into the conversation, the Spirit of the Lord will show. 43 minutes, whatever they are speaking beyond that, we already know, needs to be discarded. There's no truth to it. Honesty is what God is looking for. Integrity is what God is looking for. The man who buried the one talent he had he said oh I did not multiply this and I couldn't do anything with this because the boss is like this and because I knew he was going to come and reap from places that he has never sown and I can't please him and I can't give what he's expecting and so I'm just bringing back what he gave the answer is going to be you wicked servant, lazy servant, wicked servant. 
The truth is, he was wicked. So he gave every excuse in his book. He was wicked, but he was not smart. He was not smart enough to know that. His boss knows his heart. That's what Satan will do to people. To make them think like they're smart, they're saying something really smart. Very smart answer. In the meantime, that's the most foolish answer they can give before God. Because he sees everything through and through. If you want to be among the remnant. If you want to live and not die. If you want to inherit God's blessings and not curses from God. Make God's word your priority and be truthful. Be truthful. Be truthful. All those who were truthful escaped during Jeremiah's lifetime. They were all the ones who listened to him. All those who are not truthful, God gave themselves over to a spirit of lie. We have to understand this. Why are many people going after lies? Why? They wanted lies and God said, you shall have it. That's what you want? Go. Have it. That's the worst place you can be in. We don't want the truth. Or we say we want the truth, but we really don't want it. You know, there are kids who will pretend like they're eating until the mom is there. And then they will see when they move, then quietly they can take the food and throw it in the garbage can. And with a big smile, they can come and say, I finished. You finished everything? I finished. But the parent can see right through the eyes. Now the child, the child is lying. But the child thinks that, oh, the parent doesn't know just because the parent says, okay. But that okay is not a real okay coming from the parent because the parent sees right through the child. So you have lied. I've seen this many, many times in the schools while teaching. How many children will just come and lie? There are times where you will have to confront. There are times you will just let it go. If we want to escape the snares of the enemy, if you want to be among the remnant, if you want to live a life that is pleasing to God, you must stop playing double games. You must Stop living a double life. You must stop having a double tongue. The Holy Spirit is speaking at this hour. Because at the end, you'll be deceiving yourself. At the end, there'll be 
lot more tears, lot more sorrow, lot more heartache. When people are dragged away by the enemy in chains, generation after generation, it's not a good thing. It's not a good thing. It's not a good thing. When will this stop? When will deception stop? When will lying stop? When will pretending stop? When? As much as think, oh God, when will the blessing come? God is looking at every single one here. God is saying this today. Do you want the blessing? Then get ready for it. Get ready for it. Which means you partner with the word of God, which is the truth. His word is the truth. No lie can partner with the truth. Deception cannot partner with the truth. Deception cannot partner with the truth. Lie cannot partner with the truth. God is speaking at his hour. Your heart must be true towards God. Truth should be found in the inward parts of your being. Charmai was given the word of God to give to the people. Such a potent word. The word to destroy. The word to uproot. The word to plant. The word to give life. How many people benefited from it? And how many people's lives did these things happen? It did happen. It did happen in the lives of the remnant. It did happen. But not in the lives of those who opposed Jeremiah. Not in the lives of those who badmouthed Jeremiah. Not in the lives of those who said, Oh, this is what you speak all the time. Oh, we don't have to listen to you. We can listen to someone who says something nice. You can go for nice things which are covered with poison. Or you can go for the truth which has the power to destroy that which is damaging to your soul, your mind, your body, your spirit. And it will impart life to you to make you into that which God wants you to be, which is to escape death and to have life. God is speaking at this hour. 
I want to take you back to the first three verses if the Holy Spirit wants me to so just go back to Jeremiah chapter 1. Let's just read verse 1 again. The word of the Lord was given to Jeremiah for a season. During a season for a particular work. The question is, are you one among the remnant partakers of this powerful word that God gave to Jeremiah? Are you a partaker of the powerful word of God that is coming through God's servants that God has placed here? Do you have integrity? Do you partner with the word that is being given to you every day? The words of Jeremiah, the son of Hilkiah, of the priests who were in Altar, in the land of Benjamin, to whom the word of the Lord came in the days of Josiah, the son of Ammon, king of Judah, in the thirteenth year of his reign. It came also in the days of Jehoiakim, the son of Josiah, king of Judah, until the end of the eleventh year of Zedekiah, the son of Josiah, king of Judah, until the carrying away of Jerusalem, captive in the fifth month. God speaks and he keeps speaking and speaking and speaking through his servants. The call of a prophet is to please God and not man. To speak what God says to speak, not to please anyone. They cannot please anyone, they will not please anyone. But they will impart life. They will tear down strongholds. They will bring life to all those who listen to the word of God Almighty. The word of God comes from the mouth of God through his servants during a season for a season to accomplish a given task and the task is not a small thing it's a big task but the big task is accomplished in the lives of those who partner with the word that comes from God through God's servants God is placed his prophets may God instill this word into your spirits that each and every single one here will part away from everything that is not of God. You need to have a deeper understanding of what the Spirit of God is speaking today. Is that parting away from ungodly things is not there. God's Word will not land on you. It will be like the seed that was choked 
because the yard was not kept. God is speaking to us today. Free yourself from everything that will destroy you. Make sure your ears are sanctified. What goes into your ears are pleasing to God. Make sure that's your responsibility. You're the watchman for your body. You're the watchman for your eyes. You're the watchman for your ears. You're the watchman for your mouth. You're the watchman for your mind. You're the watchman for your hands, for your feet, and for your heart. Your emotions. You're the watchman. Don't let an army get in by opening the door. There are some people who say, I'm such a sweet person. I say hello to everyone, including Satan. May God have mercy. You called people-pleasing fools. I want to say it again. People-pleasing fools. They kiss the devil and kiss death by kissing the devil. Don't play games with God Almighty. Don't play games with God Almighty. Be true. Be real. Be real. Be real. Be real. The flower fades and the grass withers away. The word of God endures forever. Endures forever. Learn to esteem that word, God's word. Don't live for yourself. Because you won't even know, you don't even know what you really want many times because your discernment is off. You don't even know how many times Foolish choices you make and you think it's wise. All these tragic things will happen when people put self above God and His Word. Pleasing oneself will cause a person to fall into the snares of Satan. May God help every single one here to avoid the snare of the enemy. To be true to God and true to His Word. Be among the remnant who escaped the judgment of God. Be among the remnant who escaped the lies of Satan. Don't fall into the category of those who are given over to deception and lies. Desire the truth and be on the side of the truth. Then that truth will set you free. The truth will set you free.
shall pray. Father, thank you, Lord, for this morning hour. The word that you gave in an unexpected manner. Lord, in the midst of much, much exhaustion, with zero sleep, having to attend to many, many things of God, you gave me this word to give to your people. Suddenly you gave this word, Father. Because you saw the need and you spoke. So I thank you for the care that you have for your flock. You don't want anyone to go astray. You don't want anyone to be lost. You don't want anyone to inherit a curse or walk around with a curse. Not even knowing to what extent they've accumulated the curse. You are here to set your people free. And the call that you give repeatedly for this house of God to depart from lies, to depart from fakeness, to depart from hypocrisy, to depart from self-pleasing, self-gain. Oh, Holy Spirit, let there be a continual purging taking place, Father. Everything that is not of you, let it be purged out in Jesus' name. Let a continual purging of the Holy Spirit take place in this house of God. Thank you, Father. That a refining work of the Lord God Almighty take place in every single one here in the name of Jesus. That whatever is not of you may depart from their lives, Father, in Jesus' name. That each and every single one may stand worthy before the Lord God Almighty. Worthy before the one who is worthy of all glory, honor, power, and praise. May they receive your commendation, your praise. And may they be found not only acceptable before you, but be found great in your sight, Lord. So I pray, let the work of the Holy Spirit take place at a deeper level today. Thank you, Father. And break every chain in Jesus' name. Every lie of the enemy, I bring it down right now in Jesus' name. Every falsehood, I tear it down in Jesus' name. Every haughty, proud spirit, I bring it down right now in Jesus' name. Every foolish spirit, I bring it down in Jesus' name. Every lie of the enemy, I bring it down with the truth of God right now in Jesus' name. That our King and our God be exalted over this house of God. Let your people be protected, Lord. Let your people be preserved in Jesus' name. Let the enemy be driven out. Let the enemy be driven out and the people be preserved in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. 
I come against all the forces of darkness and every demonic spirit that is warring against the hearts, minds, and bodies of your people. I bind them in Jesus' name. Take victory in Jesus' name. May the cross of Jesus Christ take preeminence in the lives of your people. O Lord, let no one live to please themselves. Let each and every single one live to please the one who died for them. Every form of deception and distortion of the enemy. Let be brought down at this hour in Jesus' name. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Come to people into your hands. I pray for the upcoming retreat, Lord. I give every single event that you have marked out for Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Whatever you want to do, Savior, I pray that you thoroughly have your way in the name of Jesus. That every minute that we spend during those three days, we spent in the presence of the King. That every single one who comes there may come with a reverence for the presence of God. Let no one come with a casual attitude, Father, as we're going to sit at the feet of Jesus. I pray that every single one who comes there come with hearts to receive in Jesus' name. Lord, may people enter our LTS graduation, whether it's the baptism service or the retreat, I pray. Let the fear of the Lord truly be upon every single one. That they come with an attitude of humility and with an attitude to receive that which you have for them. Thank you, Lord, for this house of God and for what you're doing in our midst. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, as we've been praying during the past several days, for these three days. Thank you, Father, for all that you've revealed to us. And thank you, Lord, for what you're going to do. I praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you, Father. And all that the enemy is trying to do, I thank you, Father, that you put the enemy to shame and glorify your great name. Thank you, Father. There will be great joy, great joy, great laughter, rejoicing in the tents of the righteous. Thank you for the blessed time that you're going to give, Father, in your presence. The chains will be broken. The Satan will be exposed and driven out. Hallelujah. To your kingdom be expanded, Lord. Thank you, Father. For Jesus' sake, for the price that he paid, 
for the burden with which Christ died and still lives. With the burden that you have placed in our hearts. As the shepherds of this church. I pray Holy Spirit. That your people be blessed. The enemy be driven out. And your people be preserved in Jesus name. Thank you Father. Thank you for all those whom you brought safely. And thank you for all those whom you are going to bring safely to the presence of God. Thank you, Lord, for all those who have made the effort to come thousands of miles away. For all our international families, God, for all the out-of-state families, God, and all those who are going to be coming from nearby places, Father, preserve every single one, and I pray that you magnify Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for the spiritual feast that you have. I pray let no one come full of themselves. Let everyone come hungry so that they can be fed to capacity. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I pray that you will touch those who are not saved and touch those who are saved. Every single one will, Lord, be transformed by the power of the Holy Spirit. That our church, Father, during the season, be purified even more. Be strengthened even more. As you called this body to be sanctified more. To be strengthened more. I pray, Father, that you will magnify Jesus in our midst. Let nothing unholy, unclean enter in. Let nothing that would defile enter in. I pray that the presence of God drive out the powers of darkness. And I pray, Lord, that your mighty work be accomplished. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, and bless all the preparations. From the setup to the decorations to the food, the travel, whatever we need to do, Father, I pray that the good hand of the Lord be upon every everything may the will of God alone be accomplished in Jesus name whatever is not of you let it be 
utterly destroyed in Jesus name Lord I pray to give you people good health and strength Father especially these three days and the two days leading up to three days I pray may the hand of the Lord cover your people all those who are coming and all those who are going to go back after the retreat Lord I pray may the power of the Lord rest upon them prepare them Father spiritually, emotionally, mentally physically prepare them Father each one come with expectation come with reverence come having prepared themselves Lord bless you people flood them with your goodness thank you Lord thank you Lord the question that God is asking here is the Lord is in this place have you met him the Lord is in this place have you met him the Lord is in this place have you met him hallelujah have you met the Lord who is in this place have you met the Lord who is in this place Jesus was 12 years old he was about his father's business in the temple his parents came looking for him while he's doing what he should be doing they're asking what in the world are you doing here you've caused much pain for us Jesus doing the will of God caused pain for Mary and Joseph because they didn't know where to find him they didn't know this is why he came even though they were told Jesus says you didn't know that I have to be about my father's business Jesus is in this house have you met him only those who come to meet Jesus will meet Jesus who is in the house God is speaking at this hour as you come to the spirit of the Lord says come with the attitude to meet Jesus who is in the house Mary and Martha were there where Jesus was and Jesus was where they were one came to listen the other one came to do something Martha said I want to serve I want to serve I want to serve Mary said I want to hear I want to hear I want to hear the one who said I want to hear was content the one who said I want to serve was discontent was burdened about everything peace of God was not there not only was she disturbed she caused disturbance to Jesus and to Mary while God's work was taking place through Jesus Christ in that house 
to the one person who sat to listen. Jesus spent all his time there. To that one person who sat to listen. Shut everything down and say, I'm going to sit at the feet of Jesus. Shut everything down. Everybody should come to sit at the feet of Jesus. Nobody should be in a performance mode. Nobody is coming to perform. There's no audience for anybody who will come to perform. We're here to worship God. We're here to see the face of Jesus. We have to come with that attitude. I'm coming to the presence of God. Jesus is in this house. Have I met him? If I haven't, I should meet him this time. God is speaking at this hour. Do you want to meet him? Do you want to meet him? If so, come prepared. Come prepared. Pray and prepare yourself. Say, Lord, whatever you're going to do, I don't want to miss it. I don't want to be like Martha. Let no Martha spirit work there. God is speaking at this hour. Jesus let Martha do whatever she wanted to do, but he went and sat and ministered to the one who listened. She was working and working and working until she got frustrated and she came and interrupted the Savior of the world who was speaking. That's what self will do. They will come and interrupt what God is doing doesn't matter this is God speaking doesn't matter she didn't even know what he was speaking she didn't even care about what he was speaking it was all about her see see me Lord you see me you all need to be doing what I'm doing it's not that I should be doing what Mary is doing coming sitting there no no look at me Jesus just let it go. He didn't waste time over there. He didn't even tell Martha, you need to be stopping all these things and you need to come sit down here now. Sitting and listening comes out of a person's heart. Not forced, but willing heart. And those who came willingly, they benefited. They, they received Mary came willingly to listen. She wanted, she wanted to hear from Jesus. She wanted to receive from Jesus, and she received. God is speaking at this hour. 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 Our hearts should be, Lord, I want to sit at your feet. I want to hear you speak. Whatever you want to do, Lord, have your way. We don't want to be earthly minded. We want to be heavenly minded. We don't want to be like Martha. We want to be like Mary. We want to be people. We'll be given over to the word 
of God. Hallelujah. Give me more of your word. Give me more of your word. Give me more. Give me more. Give me more of your word. Let me be overcome by your word. Give me more of your word. Give me more of your word. Give me more. Give me more. Give me more of your word. Let me be overcome by your word. Give me more of your word. Give me more of your word. Give me more, give me more, give me more of your word. Let me be overcome by your word. Hallelujah. Let this be your prayer. Let this be your prayer. Tell the Lord, oh Lord, change me. Make this your prayer this morning. Change me. Tell the Lord, change me. Don't simply say just to say it. Say it if you want God to change you. Tell the Lord, change me. Change me. Let me have the true desire for your word. Ask the Lord. Ask the Lord. Hallelujah. Take a few minutes in the presence of God. And tell the Lord, change me, change me, change me, Jesus. That everything that is not of you, let it depart. You ask God, you ask God. In God's presence, you ask God. Tell the Lord, remove every Martha syndrome out of my life. You need to do what you have to do. There are a lot of people who just pray and go right back to it. God is speaking at this hour. Hallelujah. There has to be a heart change. There has to be a shift that is taking place. And the shift that God spoke at the beginning of the month, let it happen. Let it happen in the spiritual realm. Let it happen in your soul. Let that shift happen for the better. Hallelujah. Attitude change. Attitude change. Desire change. Change in your thinking has to happen. If you need to go forward, that has to happen. Thank you, Jesus. It's something that Mary spontaneously had, Martha didn't have. Martha had something else. Priorities were wrong, wrong priorities. You pray, you pray and ask the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Hallelujah. 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 Precious Lord, work in the hearts of the people. Hallelujah. Jesus, let integrity, let integrity be found in the inward parts of the being of your people, Lord. Jesus, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah. Take away every bit of falsehood away from your people, Lord. 
In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Let not even one percent of falsehood be found in anyone in this house of God. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Let the fear of the Lord, true fear of the Lord, grip the hearts of your people, Father. And true love for the Word of God, grip the hearts of your people, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord.